I feel like I should have some sort of like campfire song jingle at the beginning of these, but we don't, and I'm not going to sing one. So imagine that you're sitting at a fire listening to a campfire song. <laughs> okay, thanks for joining us for the first ever campfire story. Super excited to have Bob Wassum on the podcast today telling us a story about a snowy, um, windy, and powdery day up at Alta Ski Resort in the Wasatch. Um, Bob is a great member of the community, a journalist, a skier, a grandfather, and we're lucky to have him telling a story about how he's learned how to ski a little bit differently these days with some awesome technology from the University of Utah. So stay tuned to hear Bob Wassum's campfire story about the Tetra ski. Take it away, Bob. Hi, I'm Bob Wassum. I have a campfire story to share about skiing. But first, a bit about me to put things into perspective. I'm a native Utah, born and raised in Tooele. I grew up skiing the Wasatch Front Resorts of Brighton, Solitude, Alta, and Park City before Snowbird and Deer Valley were even around. I attended Utah State University where I earned a journalism degree and taught skiing at Beaver Mountain. I also broke my neck and was totally paralyzed when I dove into Hiram Reservoir. I was fortunate to regain partial use of my arms and legs, which I put to good use on Utah's outdoor playground as often as I can. I recovered enough to return to stand-up skiing using regular gear, but then something else happened. I got older, and my aging spinal cord injury made it necessary to start using adaptive equipment to ski, which is the subject of my story today, the high-tech adaptive ski called the Tetra Ski that makes it possible for anyone even a complete quadriplegic who can't move at all, to ski with a high level of control and performance. The ski was developed at the University of Utah. More about that in a minute. My first ride on the Tetra ski was at Alta on a powder day, the kind the legendary resort is famous for, with Mother Nature dumping tons of white fluff that piled up by the minute. The Tetra ski is a groundbreaking development in adaptive ski equipment for people with disabilities. The ski is basically a comfortable bucket seat mounted on a frame with two skis that are controlled by electric motors. The motors put the skis on either edge, causing the ski to turn one way or the other. As I mentioned, even a total quadriplegic can ski with this incredible device by using sip and puff technology. The way sip and puff works is you have a tube in your mouth like a straw. The tube is hooked up to the motors And then when you sip on the tube, just like you would with a straw, you go left. Puff into the straw and you go right. The electric motors do all the work by putting the skis on one edge or the other, giving you these nice stable turns. There's also a joystick that can be used to control the electric motors, which is what I used for most of the day. I was hosted this day by Trails, the University of Utah's adaptive recreation program for people with spinal cord injuries. TRAIL stands for Technology, Recreation, Accessibility, Independence, Lifestyle, and Sports. The group included TRAIL's founder, Dr. Jeffrey Rosenbluth, who's also the driving force behind the Tetraski, his son, Rex, TRAIL's program director, Keegan Buffington, program assistant, George Raggetts, and photographers, Austin Diamond and Rocco Menzik. My granddaughter, Ellie, and son-in-law, Jason, also skied with us. The Tetra Ski is the core project of the Tetra Adapt Initiative at the University of Utah. 
Tetradap was created by Dr. Rosenbluth, who's also medical director of the Craig H. Nielsen Rehabilitation Hospital. He's a true visionary and one heck of a skier. By the way, the name Tetradap relates to the term tetraplegia, which means someone that has paralysis in all four limbs. The term used to be quadriplegia when I had my accident, but now the term tetraplegia seems to be more prevalent. The prefix tetra means four. There, that's today's grammar lesson. The Tetradap mission is to imagine and build assistive devices like the Tetraski that makes it possible for those of us with less than able bodies to get out and soak up the adrenaline rush and excitement of sports like skiing and sailing and do it on a performance level that's on par with the able-bodied world. To accomplish this mission, Tetradap partners with the University of Utah Colleges of Health, Mechanical Engineering, Computer Science, Business, Architecture, and Planning. A bunch of really smart people. From my experience on that blustery powder day at Alta, I can say, mission accomplished Tetradapt. Yes, you can ski, really ski with precision, speed, and control. For most of the day, I used the joystick for directional control. I also gave the sip and puff technology a try, which, by the way, requires a lot of concentration. But with the Tetraski, I carved, I straight-lined waterfall drops, threw up rooster tails of alta powder and slalomed down tree-lined bowls, initiating precise turns where and when I wanted. Freedom and independence were mine. Yes, I was sitting down, not standing up, and I had a safety tether from Keegan behind me. But I still felt the skis carve as I learned the subtleties of the joystick to round my turns. The real icing on the cake this day was being able to ski with my family again. My granddaughter Ellie and son-in-law Jason skied alongside me on this blowy, snowy day. Both expert Alta regulars, they cruised with ease down the relatively gentle runs of Sunnyside. It was a joy to watch their effortless turns while I made some pretty decent turns myself. In a way, the Tetraski became my time machine, taking me back to my days as an able-bodied ski instructor. The mountain became my playground. I was able to immerse myself in the white and wild world around me. I shared the camaraderie of our ski group and the mid-run stops to plot our course to the bottom. My disability faded into the background. It was different than skiing stand-up, but it still had the exhilaration, wind in the face, G-forces, and big grins from skiing famous Alta Powder. The next time, my only request will be to have Mother Nature bless us with some blue sky and sunshine. I'm sure that won't be a problem. If you want to check out the great photos of this super powdery day and see yours truly bombing down Alta's sunny side runs on the Tetraski, you can go to visitutah.com and type in Tetraski in the search box. Then the next time you're at Alta and you see a tall dude in a flying chair bombing down the slopes, give a wave. It just might be me. I'll definitely give a wave to Bob if I see him on the slopes, although I don't think I'm going to be able to keep up with him if he's dropping cliffs in his Tetraski. Um, it's really remarkable to think about how far the uh, technology has come for things like the Tetraski and that puff and sip technique where, I, I mean, I'm thinking about myself skiing down and like, would I be able to breathe in and out making turns? I don't think I'm that coordinated and I don't think I could control my breath that way. So it's really impressive what people are able to do on these adaptive equipments. Um, and I did want to give a shout out to Jeff Rosenbluth and the University of Utah Spinal Rehab Center. They do fantastic work. We're lucky enough to have 
Jeff work with our division um, in helping us kind of advise people about how to make recreation conducive for people of all abilities. Um, so it's been really remarkable to see the technology that they've been able to introduce into our office and to help us um, inform people who are building trails or campgrounds or um, you name it. So anyway, thanks so much for telling your story, Bob. And for everyone else, I hope you get out there and enjoy the slopes this winter season. And please remember to tell us your own campfire story. You can email me at cweiler at utah.gov. Until next time.